0: welcome to mamosas hope you have your friends and your drinks nearby you're here with Kristen
1: and talia
0: and we're here to talk all things mom this week we thought we'd start off with what we're looking forward to in 2021 lord knows where this discussion will go as last week we started off with holidays and ended up with a Perry bottle staring into the eye <laughs> of the beast so i don't know <laughs> come along on our journey this week come along with us if you will so what are you hoping I guess for you and for your family for 2021
1: okay let's see for me so I'm going out on maternity leave in April so I'm just like hoping for a nice smooth four months of work and like being able to still continue to take care of myself and my needs I've been trying to do like more exercising and more opportunities to take time for myself to relax and recuperate and grow I mean I went to I signed up for this professional development last week that I told a couple of my colleagues that I was doing and they thought how could you possibly be interested in a professional development two days before winter break that sounds like the worst idea ever but I really actually genuinely enjoyed it for me it like really filled me as an educator So, like trying to find more opportunities like that really take time to grow more as a teacher with like learning. I've been kind of dabbling with a couple of things. So trying to get more invested in that to be able to use next the following school year when I come back from maternity leave. And, you know, to be quite frank, just survive, survive, you know, teaching online. Yeah.
0: I mean, you have been really diligent about exercise. Like I feel like this is one of your more consistent streaks that you've had for sure.
1: Well, especially with my schedule change, so before, I had a break between 10:30 and 11:30. So it was like I would get off from teaching at 10:30 and then I would run into my room, change into my workout clothes, go do a workout, have somebody make me a protein shake, come back upstairs, take a shower get back into my work clothes and then be like ready to teach you know with like 10 minutes to spare of like make sure I have all my stuff ready for the next group whereas now I don't start until nine o'clock and my family like, skies up by 6 45 7 o'clock and you know Todd and I just kind of made this agreement of during the school week when she gets up whoever's with her you know can get her dressed and get you know morning stuff done upstairs and then they can go and wake the other person so like everybody's up by like 7 15 in our house you know and I just get right into my workout clothes I go downstairs I work out it's eight o'clock when I'm done I can come upstairs I can take a shower I can go downstairs have breakfast like it's just like I have more time Sure. And obviously that's not something that will be the case when we're back in the classroom. But for me, having a schedule always helps me to stay on track with my exercise. Like I'm on vacation right now. I have a two week winter break. And I've said to myself, like, I want to make that conscious effort to still continue to do that. Like on the days that I'm going to work out when I wake up in the morning, just treat it like a school day. Even if it's my day to sleep in, like even if I get to sleep in, when I wake, up up, that's what I do. I go, I put on my clothes for exercising and I go get it done and get it out of the way. Because for me, when I have all the time in the world, I will put it off and not get it done. And then things just happen. Things get in the way. I know myself well enough to know that I'm not going to, you know, into a two in the afternoon, like get something, get a workout in. it's just not me. Sure. So that's been good.
0: So I've been more consistent with that. I feel like the nice thing about working out when you're pregnant is that it helps break the that cycle of like, I have to work out to lose weight. Like I feel like for me when I'm pregnant, it's like a really good reminder of like, I'm working out so that I can be active when I'm older. You know, cause like obviously when you're pregnant, you're still gaining weight cause you should be gaining weight. Your body needs to grow human, but it still like keeps you mobile and active. And I don't know, for me, like I feel like I'm still more agile during pregnancy than I would be were I not working out.
1: Yeah, well, and I remember when I was pregnant with Sky, I was doing a lot of yoga and swimming. Mm -hmm. And I'm not doing that right now because a, the prenatal yoga class that I was taking obviously isn't happening because of COVID. And I've thought about like going on YouTube and like finding a yoga class or something, you know, that I could just follow along with, but like, you know, I'm still doing your workouts and I'm modifying the crap out of them. You know, like I'm not doing, you know, Russian twists, I'm doing kettlebell swings and I'm not doing burpees, but I'm doing, you know, elevated planks or pushups or, you know, whatever. Like I'm, and even if it's something that like is completely different, it's still good to feel my body moving mm-hmm. and for me it's one of those situations of i really I want to have a successful birth. I want to have a healthy postpartum period where like I can really focus on recovery and healing and like I know my body is going to do better if I make the effort now to like get movement in and to be aware of, you know, taking care of myself now. Like I know that's important. Plus like you still from time to time are like
0: helping like carry Sky around or like move her up and down.
1: All the time. Yeah. So
0: you have to be active just for that. I mean, you have a five-year-old that you're that you're carrying up and down the stairs. Constantly.
1: Can mommy carry me tonight? No, papa's gonna carry you. I want mom. Oh my God. Like she's like, my bump's getting like almost to the point now where she can just like sit on it. I mean, thank God she's not like 70 pounds or anything, but it's still like she's 38 pounds. It's still a lot of weight to carry on top of the weight that I'm already carrying. But that's what we moms do. And then for my family, I'm really looking forward to having time Just to be together And like COVID times have been Interesting because it really Does force everyone who lives together To kind of just be like these are your people These are the people that you get to be around Like that's it you know you can talk To other people like on the phone you can FaceTime You can see people from a distance and wave And whatever but like this is your This is your group and you know we've had That experience before obviously living In the hospital this is obviously a much different Experience because everyone is healthy Thank goodness and like we have the whole house and we have the neighborhood and we have my in-laws house to go to and stuff like that but i'm looking forward to having the time when like the baby comes to also get that like family bonding time i think it's a unique opportunity i mean in the sense that like sky will be home like i was thinking about that if she were if this weren't covid and you know she were in school what would that be like to have a baby and then to like basically be like okay we have three days with the baby because i'm due during our spring break so like say the baby comes like at that time like we have like three days of like spending time together and then you have to go to school and we're like shipping you off what would that be like how would she feel would she feel like we're basically replacing her abandoning her like what would that be like versus you know she'll be home with distance learning she'll still have school and stuff like that but we're all still there under the same roof together so i'm looking forward to that yeah
0: and her schedule probably won't change that much since she will be doing school from home like Todd will still be there with her helping facilitate it as usual
1: exactly exactly so this kid is so busy she you know every day she has at least two therapies along with two school sessions so like her morning is jam-packed we're doing homework or whatever in the afternoon but I'm also looking forward to I won't be teaching so I will be able to be more attentive to her. And her school stuff right now it's very much of I can't help you with that ask your dad I have to go work I'm asking like him to help her with all of her schoolwork, and you know he gets to watch the zooms like I was teaching on Friday and I'm friends with the principal at sky school and she sent me a screenshot of the zoom that sky was on and she just texted me and she goes are you watching this it's so adorable and I said no I like texted back I was like I'm teaching like no and apparently you know like one of the moms was uh, she She's a musician. And so like a mom came and like they're playing the piano and singing like holiday songs. And like all the kids were like singing along. I mean, it sounded like genuinely adorable and super cute. You know, who doesn't love a bunch of five year olds singing on Zoom? Right <laughs> But yeah So like I'm looking forward To like stuff like that Like I'm able to see Her second Zoom meeting For right now Because I don't have My small groups I'll be starting that In January So then I won't get to see Any for Zoom time But like I do love To just be down there With her And to kind of You know see what she's doing So I'm excited for that And just to kind of like Have that opportunity Where we literally Can't go anywhere We're not going to be Running around Racing around To like Have a bunch of people To come like See the baby I know you and Pat Probably probably have a fair amount of that but not a lot i mean i remember when sky was born we were like come see our baby we're so like this is our baby do have you seen the baby come pay homage to the baby oh we'll come to you to see the baby the baby is out look at the baby the baby the baby like there's gonna be none of that because we just can't <laughs> we just can't do that so it'll be like my in-laws have you seen the baby this is the baby that's it Everyone look at the pictures of the baby.
0: We are pretty strict about family the first couple of months anyway, just cause like I'm recovering and I am not interested in seeing people. I mean, I remember after our first was born, we had a meal train and people would drop by and they were usually like, they would bring some stuff and it was like pretty helpful. It was all people I didn't really like know that well, but I felt okay. But I remember like after the rest of them, I was like, are you here to clean my house? Please do not come here. And like, thankfully (laughs) everyone who visits. Pat's mom cleaned our house like top to bottom before she left after filming. Like she's like, I'm gonna clean your house today. I know, but I'm just gonna do it. We're leaving. I just thought it would be nice. Okay, where's all your stuff? Like it wasn't... It wasn't like, like, do you want me to? It was just like, look, I'm going to do it. Feel uncomfortable if you need to, but this is what's about to happen. And there was like, all my bathrooms were bleached. My whole house was vacuumed. I felt obviously like awkward just like sitting there the whole time. But also I was like, I would do this for someone else. And I would be so annoyed if they got up to help. I'm just going to sit here and let this happen. And then like his sisters come and basically put the his, one of his sisters we had like five loads of laundry after Astrid came like I just like couldn't handle laundry anymore and she's like okay yeah and she just sat there and like folded all the laundry while I just like sat there and held the baby I mean it was a lot of laundry but just like stuff like that where like if you're gonna come like, I hate to be that person but like please do something because there's a lot going on right now
1: I remember somebody coming to see us so like my mother-in-law is like that too I mean and she does that now she did our laundry when we were at UCLA and it kind of just like trickled down and she'll say you know do you have any laundry for me to do today and it's like well I mean if you're offering yeah absolutely <laughs> and like there'll be days where I'm like oh it's like Saturday I have to do my laundry can I wait till Monday yeah I can hold off till Monday till Mimi's here and then like I'm just gonna bring the laundry on down and she like you know and it's it's an act of love it's you know she her she shows her love by act of service I mean that's what she does and she wants to be helpful and it's like I've gotten over the fact of like oh she's like folding my underwear I'm like who cares fold that yeah absolutely you want to put it away too no too much all right I, I guess I'll do that part okay fine like I hate laundry so much but she'll like do Sky's laundry and she'll like put it away and it's so helpful so like I know that's what'll happen when the baby comes but I remember somebody coming at one time when Sky was a baby and like I was holding her and like I don't even know I you know I had a c-section so like I had like you know my entire like bottom half basically cut off and you know I'm recovering from that I'm still on pain meds and a friend came over and she was holding the baby and and todd was like i think he was like getting lunch or something for everybody like he had gone out so it's just like me and this person she's holding a baby and then i was like ooh i'm really thirsty i need a i need a glass of water i'll i'll be right back i'm going to i'll go get myself some water and i was like in that moment i remember thinking like if that were me I would have been like, oh, here, let me, like, please, like, don't get up. Your intestines were on a table two weeks ago. Allow me. And she wasn't a parent. So like, I don't know, like, I don't want to accuse it of that. But I feel like, like, as a mom now, like, and I, I didn't necessarily know that before I had kids. No, I would never have known. There's no way. But like now it's like if somebody had a baby and I was holding the baby and they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm just so hungry. I'd be like, you hold your baby. What can I chef boy RD for you right now? I do
0: think pre-having kids, I would have at least been on the like, let me get you some water or food, but I don't think I would be as intrusive as I'm willing to be now of like, I'm here. I'm If I'm here when you have a new baby, we are close enough friends that I am getting in your underwear and cleaning your laundry and I'm going to do your dishes. Okay. That's what I'm doing. Goodbye. I'm going to take the baby with me also because I, I need to hold this baby. But I'm going to do your laundry while I'm doing
1: that. Okay? Goodbye. I'm strapping this Bjorn <laughs> onto my body. Baby goes in. This
0: is my baby for the next hour. We'll be back for a feeding.
1: You go take a nap or do whatever you need to. There's a glass of water and an apple and a cheese stick or whatever else you need. You go take care of yourself. Me and my BFF here and my Bjorn. We got this we're good
0: but i still do that i try to be aware of stuff like that we go to like our sister's houses or whatever i'll still try to be like okay you're the one that's still working i'm the one that's here not working and visiting so i'm gonna try to at least do something maybe i'll be the one to like clean the kitchen or plan meals or like sort of be more on top of the planning of the meals or like folding everyone's laundry since i'm just sitting here and you're working like i try to be aware of that when i go to a house that has kids in it even if like i'm rolling in with my 50 kids at least. I'm not working. You're still working. Let me see if I can at least be abused.
1: Right. Well, and I think that's fair. Like, and I think that's a nice situation. I mean, I remember when Jessie was pregnant with her second and I rolled in at like, she was like 37 weeks pregnant, I think. And she had bags and bags and bags of donated clothes. And she was just like, "I, I just can't even, I was like. All right, let's get into this. And like, I just like, she sat on the couch and I like literally, and it was the baby came in August. So I think it was like the beginning of August or end of July. It was hot. Yeah. I remember you guys saying it was so hot, sweaty summer day. And I'm like surrounded with baby clothes. And I was like, you just yay or nay. That's all you have to do. You need to nod or shake your head. You want a little, should I make you little signs and say yes or no? Like how can we make this any easier? And like, I like held up all the things And then like I basically bagged everything that was she didn't want. I washed all the things that she wanted. I separated them by age appropriateness, put them in boxes. I think I did Winston's laundry too. I was like, what else can I do? Like, how else can I help you?
0: And it's funny because I feel like in our, like in my own house, I'm like a completely incapable of doing any of that. But like if I'm rolling into somebody else's house, I'm like, I am here to make this place organized (laughs) and as easy as possible for you to live.
1: Well, that's why like we got a bunch of donate clothes from our neighbor who they're moving and they have three boys and they were like oh congratulations you had a baby let us know what you're having and like three weeks later we were like it's a boy and they're like ah dump like here What do you want? Can you take? You want this? You want that? Like, and we got like a lot of, like, we got a bassinet from them that, like, I've always wanted a baby bassinet. And, like, I think I've talked about that before. You know, Sky basically slept in the rock and play, blah, blah, blah. So we have the bassinet. We got like tons of clothes. And Todd's like, when do you want to organize this? And I said, to be honest, as soon as possible, because I know as I get further along, the harder it's going to be to motivate myself to do this and to like physically be able to do it. So, I mean, we have, I have pictures of like the Mountains of clothes and we did the same thing With sky's clothes of like okay what Can we keep that gender neutral And what do we have to just say like Okay you know we wouldn't we probably wouldn't put A boy in this like there's like a quite a few things That I was like I just like who cares like And there are a couple that like and we made like a little Box of like the the things that are Definitely memorabilia of Like sky like you know this has Like a very strong memory of this Is a sky thing that we're not going to get rid of and then There's a lot of things that we just donated and I was Like let's just get to it while while we're while we're doing it yeah while you're thinking about it what are you looking forward to in 2021 that was a long answer for that three hours later kristen yeah what would you like to do <laughs> i mean there were a lot of sidebars in there i mean i just per use. i can't con- i can't control the sidebars what do i want to do i mean so
0: we'll have our fourth kid and i'm sure that's going to be insanity i'm hoping that it'll help i know this is like so naive but I'm hoping that it'll help, like, even things out. Like, I feel like with three, there's just always someone feeling left out, someone trying to leave the charge. And I'm hoping that with four, that would be, like, maybe sometimes they can feel like they can pair off. Like, oh, these two are playing. Let me go play with this person. Mm-hmm. I-, I doubt that will happen. But I'm going to just, I'm going to put it out there. So that would be nice.
1: Astrid's going to be everyone's favorite. And they're all going to want to play with her. And she's just going to King Kong everyone. That's what I predict. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be so interesting, too, because this baby is also very active.
0: And so I mean, it's just a lot of strong personalities in our house already. But I think (laughs) I'm also looking forward to seeing like how they bond with the baby. Like I feel like been three and a half years since I've had a second like since we've had like a multiple kids. And I feel like I've learned more about how to like include that baby into the family and like have the siblings still feel like really included, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that we do a better job this time of just like getting the siblings prepared and getting them excited about the baby. That's about it. I mean, lots of reading. I can't even describe to you. Like I had no books to read. I'm reading The Secret Garden right now. And then I just like went on a bender and bought like five or six books. Plus, I know I'm probably getting a bunch for Christmas. So I have quite an extensive book list to get through at this point.
1: There you go. I was going to say when you're when you're nursing a baby, but obviously, if it's during the day, you're probably nursing a baby and also like leading the band of, you know, hooligans. I
0: already warned my neighbors. I was like, listen, I breastfeed. I mean, assuming I'll still be able to with this one. I was like, I breastfeed. And there's really like I'm out and about if you see me walking through the streets with one kid on my boob and one kid being football carried inside and the other two setting the neighborhood on fire just know that i'm aware and (laughs) it is what it is
1: i'm aware of the situation And this is just what we're dealing with right now. So it's just like, if it makes you uncomfortable, you've got six months to prepare yourself. I thought about that when I was like thinking about, you know, I mean, when I had Sky, I breastfed everywhere and like I didn't cover up ever. I can't think of a time that I covered myself when nursing. And it was like one of those, I mean, I remember being at a holiday party, a staff holiday party, and like this other teacher rolled up and she had a baby. Sky was like eight eight months old and hers was maybe like five months. And she was asking, you know, the host of the party, like, is there somewhere I can go to breastfeed? Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, Oh yeah, you can go down into this like dark alley into this like abandoned bedroom of my son's that has like a bunch of weird crap hanging everywhere and like nurse your baby in the dark. You shameful, horrible person. And I was like, uh, I'm having a good time. So I'm just going to sit on this couch and hang out with everybody. And I'm nursing. And she, and my friend was just the co, the other coworker was like, She's like, where are you going to nurse your baby? And I was like, well, I'm sitting on this couch. So this couch seems like a good place. And she was like, oh. And I was like, I mean, you do what you want. Like, I remember telling her, like, if you're more comfortable going somewhere, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to nurse your baby here, that's fine too. I'll sit with you. I'm nursing. Look, boom, here's my boob. Boom, baby. I'm nursing right now. Talking to the janitor, nursing. You know, that's what we're doing. That's what's happening. And if people feel uncomfortable and weird, that's on them. Like that was always like my my MO. But I was thinking, I was like, oh man, we have all these like, you know, little friends now that Sky's been hanging out with, you know, and they're like all moms and like kids. And I was like, I'm definitely still like... if. I mean, if that were happening, if we were still hanging out with them, I would definitely just be sitting in my driveway with, like, a boob hanging out, like, nursing my kid.
0: Yeah. I think, too, a lot of times, you know, I think with Nate, since he was my oldest, I was more cautious about it. And then the more I went on, I was like, I literally do not have the bandwidth to think about this. And, like, not in a mean way. First of all, you can't even tell I'm nursing 90% of the time. Like, you have no idea. No.
1: I mean me it was so obvious because you would pull your shirt up and the baby would be there and like sometimes like your shirt would kind of like fall a little bit like on their forehead or whatever but like nobody could tell me it was like my boob was hanging out of my shirt and the thing is the size of my head I mean it was very obviously like Talia's nursing right now yeah we definitely also (laughs) had like a different
0: size going on like I have kids with enormous heads and then like a small boob and you have like Sky's head was like small and then just like this massive boob. (laughs)
1: What? <laughs> like it's so funny it's like I, i'm like well this this is what it is half the time she would like pop off and like stare at my nipple and like twiddle it a little bit and like milk would just be like dripping onto my shirt and it's like kid are you on or are you off get on the ride or get off of it like nate was just like i'm here for business and then i'm done i got things to do whereas sky's like oh is this a leisure cruise can i just hang out on the lido deck for a while oh, look at the sun it's beautiful look at
0: this oh. he was definitely my most efficient and like no nonsense nurser i mean at five months he started kind of doing the look around but it was for like two weeks and then he's like i don't care like i'm just gonna eat and then i can go see what's going on and i feel like with the other two like sometimes they would do the pop-off and like hi but it was for like two minutes and then they were like i'll see you in a minute i'm just gonna go back to nursing but i know that like most babies are like that where they're like distracted and they're looking up all the time like they would just kind of like nurse and, like keep an eye on me but then they were like i'm still gonna nurse like i am some food
1: are you still here yeah Uh, mostly (laughs) no like sky was like i mean i have videos of just like from like a down angle of her popping off and like just like basically like using my nipple as like one of those like little door stops just like Boing, mm. boing, and just like no. flicking it and like watching it, and then just like and then like milk like just dripping down, and just like this is nursing my baby. This is what this is what it is.
0: I wonder if they had like FOMO too, because like as soon as they'd pop off, I'd be like, Bruh! shirts down, we're done. Like I mean, obviously if they like cried or showed that they like still want to nurse, I would pull my shirt back up and let them nurse. But I want there was never like a play time. There was never like you know I- my shirts are like high collared, so there's like nowhere for them to like put their hands in to. Play play around and then like as soon as you pop off I'm like done shirt down baby up let's burp
1: yeah well and I wonder if it would be different I mean it'll probably be different too with I I mean hopefully I'll have a more efficient eater like sky wasn't gaining a lot of weight so that was also like obviously something that was oh should I be concerned about her weight and then when she got sick then it was like oh I don't care like you want to just live on I'll just, just somebody take my top off I'll just be topless the entire time like I mean everyone at UCLA on the third floor has seen my entire naked chest multiple times so obviously that's the difference. I would imagine that I would probably be a little more not like strict, but just kind of like, are you are you nursing? Or are you done? Like, what's the deal here, kid? Sure. Are you are you in or you out? Well, and the other thing too is Sky
0: was your first and only so it's I feel like with your first you do have that more like if you're able to nurse you're like okay like I'm here for 20 minutes while you nurse I'm whatever I'm probably doiting around on my phone but you like sort of yeah. have that time of okay you're on you're off like what are you up to feel free to explore for a while and I feel like after that you're kind of like okay you're done good okay we gotta go I'm about to crap my pants sky's about to crap her pants we gotta get into the bathroom here we got things to do are you done you're coming with us we're go- We're all going to the bathroom Then pop back on let's go you're pooping too good for you <laughs> <laughs> everyone's pooping let's do this The family poop
1: yeah I mean you're probably right like with the first it's like a oh, hive all the time in the world and just take your time enjoy the second third fourth by the time the fourth one comes you're like can I just leave this book here with you can I just can I just detach this and just you take care of it take, do what you need and then just give it back when you're done
0: and I'm sure for you too like you were working so when you were nursing it was probably like I want to spend this time with you like I did like that wasn't anything I've experienced, right? Like I haven't gone from like, okay, I'm working a full day and I haven't nursed you all day. So I want to sit here with you and like bond with you. Like I was just like, we've already nursed 15 times today. Goodbye. You know, so I'm sure that's part of it too, is it's like, oh, I haven't been able to nurse you all day. I want to sit here with you and spend this time with you.
1: Well, if anyone remembers from, I believe it was last week when we were talking about nursing and how much I just love nurse. I mean, like, I love it. That was something that was so missed by me. And something that, like, I'm really looking forward to is, like, nursing again. I just love nursing my baby. So, yeah. So I was totally here for it. Like, you want to be here for an hour? That's fine. I've already gone through my Facebook feed and Instagram. But I will happily sit here and stare at you while you're nursing. And then oh, looking at me, oh, we're looking at each other. Oh, <laughs> Okay, get that milk. It's dripping. Dripping. Come on. Come on. Let's not waste it now. So I used to wear breast pads because I leaked so much. And I found these breast pads that you can put in your bra that basically collect the milk. Like super excited about those. Yeah, I've heard of that. I think that's the only thing that's on my baby registry right now. And I just just thinking about it makes me laugh because I was like, if somebody ever like I probably need to start beefing up a baby registry i mean it's our second i'm not expecting a lot and we don't really need a lot but i know people have said like oh do you have a baby registry it's like okay but like the only thing that's on there is that and i'm like imagining like you know my father-in-law or like my cousin's like oh yay um i don't really feel comfortable buying you like this nipple guard to collect milk in your bra. Can I get you like a onesie or something? Like this just feels a little I don't know.
0: I'll be interested to hear how that is I remember one of my friends had that I think it's called like a hoka or something like that but you basically like you would attach it to the side you're not nursing on so it catch the letdown but you have to like physically attach it and I used it once it worked fine for the one time I used it but also I think that there's a lot of room for user error and then obviously if you knock it over by accident that's a whole nightmare <laughs> <laughs> but I like it. Cause I mean, same thing. Like I used to have the disposable pads and it was like, I was going through like two or three a day and they were f- soaking through.
1: Yeah. And I bought. I mean, when I was pregnant with sky go and you register wherever they're yeah. like, Oh, I'm pregnant, you know, babies are us. And then you get like all these coupons. Like I remember I got like a free, um, not bumbo, but whatever that nursing pillow is that wraps around you. The boppy. Boppy. That thing is so pointless for me because my torso is so short and my boob is so large that like it goes around me and like my boob literally sits on it. There's no room for the baby. I mean, so like the, but I got one of those. I got like a nursing cover. I got like a cover, which I never used. I got a cover for the car seat and then I got these. Reusable nursing pads mm-hmm. And I still have them Like they're still sitting like in a drawer But I used to go through multiples of those Like I would soak through them Like you could wring them out I mean it was like Especially at nighttime. I used to wear a nursing bra at night Like one that without a wire But then... I remember waking up and just like soaking through the nursing pad, through my bra, through my shirt and onto my bed. Yeah. Just like so bad. So I was like, if I could like say, I mean, I definitely was not hurting for milk. Fortunately, I was very lucky that my supply was fine, but I thought, well, this could be helpful. Like feel like not being so wasteful and we'll give it a shot. And if it's horrible, obviously like I'm, I'm not one that's going to stick it out. if it's. I mean, that to me is not a big deal. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, well, we tried. And this just is annoying. I have no idea how it works. Exactly. But I remember somebody else was talking about and I was like, Oh, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, I mean, it's nice because you're gonna have to pump at some
0: point since you'll be going back to work. And so it's like pumping is so much work. I feel like that was the thing is like pumping is so much work as obviously nursing is, but pumping is so much work. And then to know that you're like wasting 12 ounces a day, just like spraying into a pad. I mean, it would be nice to have that. That's like two feedings right there, two or three.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I'm also looking at one of those thing. I I mean they obviously had them, I'm sure when Sky and Nate were babies, but I know about them. Where it's like a bra that you put on and then you put your nursing or your pump like through the bra and yeah. then you're like hands free. Yeah. It's like, "Oh, how did I not know about this?" I was holding both of them and trying to like figure out how i'm going to eat my lunch in like 30 minutes like it was nice that i was an efficient pumper it was like i could pump a good you know like eight ounces in less than 10 minutes
0: one of my friends had though she had twins and she exclusively pumped I think for like 18 months or something, but she had one of those too. And she, her kids are older than ours.
1: Yeah. So I know they exist. Like my coworker had that and her baby, not a baby anymore. Her daughter's four now and, or she's going to be four. And I was like, I remember we'd sit there and have lunch together. And she was like, I'm going to pump. Do you care? And I was like, uh, no have we met i pumped while well, so and so used to eat lunch in my room so nope don't care at all do you care do you want me to leave and she's like no i don't mind i just want to make sure you're okay with that i was like uh have we met yeah exactly and then it's like i remember the first day she busted that out and i was like oh, what is that why did this not exist for me two years ago yeah when i was pumping and trying to figure out how to eat a burrito and like my 30 minute lunch break
0: and probably like grade papers
1: or plan or something and go to the bathroom and try to avoid talking to people in the hallway which is impossible so for you for me <laughs> so the other thing that i want to
0: focus on in 2021 is getting a better like i think i'm doing fine but like just having like a more organized and better understanding of like homeschooling, like I think we're off to a really good start. But just making sure like we are starting a new math curriculum. It was supposed to get here like Tuesday, but we're doing some stuff in between. So it's fine. But language arts will start a new curriculum and then we'll take a month or two off when the baby comes. Maybe. I mean, it depends because he really does so well with routine that it might be worth just you know, doing an hour or so every day anyways.
1: Well, if you can find time to do it either while the ba- like the baby's in the carrier or if they're taking a nap or something, I mean, who knows? Are you, when you say a new curriculum, is it like the next level or are you trying a completely different curriculum? So
0: both, it's the next level. Cause so we finished like the kindergarten math curriculum. So we're moving on to the first grade and the first grade for the curriculum that we're doing, like it's a new curriculum. So the first grade is not available till May. And so I don't want to wait
1: that oh, long. Oh, okay so we're
0: doing a new one to us and then for language arts i like the one that we're doing but i don't love it okay so i'm gonna try a different one because same like he'll finish the kindergarten curriculum in january i think so we'll start the first grade one whenever he finishes that but it's a different curriculum awesome yeah so just getting a better handle on that feeling more organized and like I feel pretty confident in it. Like, I feel like our decision was definitely the right decision for our kid, but just making sure that I'm also, we don't do a ton of science or social studies or any of that, which I don't think is a big deal right now, but just making sure that I am slowly incorporating that here and there.
1: But social studies could be something even like, I mean, in kindergarten and first grade, community members, which you talk about all the time, you know, like who who are the helpers in our community? That's like social studies or your neighborhood. You know, what do you, What happens? And, you know, it's just really centered on me and myself.
0: Yeah, we do a lot of, like, stuff in the community. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of, like... <laughs> Today I was you'll you're just going to shake your head at this. One we have a bike in our room that like once in a while I use like if I don't feel like running and so I I took a week off from exercising last week because remember I was like I'm feeling really tired I don't know what's going on so I just don't want to like wear my body out I'll take a week off and then just go from there. So today I biked because I want to like ease back in. And Nate was like can I hang with you and I was like that's fine but I'm like This is my exercise time and my TV time. So like, this is for me. So you're not like, you don't get to complain about anything in here. You do not have to be in here. And he's like, that's fine. And so I put on a documentary and it was about homelessness in America. And he was like, here for it. He was like, oh my gosh, so what happened? So that person lives in his car. Why? Like, what happened? And so we had like had a whole conversation about that.
1: Yeah. That's social studies right there. Right.
0: So that's like the kind of stuff that they're getting exposed to. So it's not like they're not getting any kind of exposure. And we've obviously been doing like, you know, he understands that ice melts and becomes liquid, becomes water. Science. Right. So we do some stuff, but there's not like a, okay, we're going to sit down and do science. Yeah. Yeah. So which I think is fine. I just want to make sure once in a while I'm like, hey, like this is probably something we should be understanding a little bit. So let's go find a way
1: to understand this. I was going to say, you know, what's a really fun science? I mean, it's online. So I know your feelings about online stuff, but there is a great K through five science curriculum. I don't know. I mean, I get it through the district so I don't know what it is for people that you know non-teachers but it's called mystery science and like kids love it okay it's like super aging and they have mini lessons and then they have extension activities that you do after you've done the lesson so if you are looking for science stuff and hopefully no one in the district is listening to this but if I could probably find a way to like send you the videos okay (laughs) like if you can't get them for free but I will say, like, I, you know, when I taught first grade, when I taught third grade, you know, all the kindergarten, all the way through fifth grade, they love it. Okay, that's good. And it's, like, age-appropriate, and then, like I said, there's always a fun extension activity that goes in after, like, a little project to do. I
0: think my thing is more, I just want to feel more organized about it, because even as I think about, like, there was one other family who was homeschooling that we would, we would mask up and get together with outside twice a week, so, like, once a week at their house, once a week at our house, because they're just down the street, and whoever's house it was, like, we would be in charge of the activity Uh so we've been doing but we stopped doing that a couple weeks ago I think when we got back from Thanksgiving because we were just like again someone in our house traveled so we were just like we don't want to risk anybody getting sick so we're just going to like kind of hunker down for a while so I think it's more for me just like feeling like I'm a little more organized and like have a plan for that versus like oh yeah like we can just kind of wing it or just like getting like just figuring out like what is my goal what is my goal with social studies like what is my goal with science you know what do I want out of it for them because art like like we do art all the time but it's just like fun little whatever activities. so I know they're getting enough exposure to art and music so I just want to make sure I'm just exposing them to these other things enough and just sort of having a plan in my head. My other goal for 2021 or like hope is to get a better understanding of like the education system. I feel like any person I've ever talked to is like, oh my God, teachers are so underpaid. Like even like the most selfish person I've ever met is like, oh yeah, teachers are so underpaid. And it's like, okay, so this is something that like on the whole, we all agree on. So what's the problem? Like why are teachers still paying to like, you know, do put everything in their classroom? Why are they still the ones paying for books like I did there's just a lot that I don't understand like if we all know this is a problem how come we can't find a solution to it and I know that there's like so many steps in between there that like I personally just don't understand and so like that's what I want to do this year is get a better understanding of why is this so ridiculous and why can't teachers teach the way that they know kids learn why are they having to teach to a test like I've never met a teacher who's like yeah I love teaching to the test it shows me that the kid's learn stuff like i every teacher i know is like well this is just what i have to do because all these people made this decision for me. But if I could teach the way I wanted to teach, then my kids could actually learn something.
1: Well, I mean, there's the great, you know, horrible meme that shows the the government funded classroom versus the teacher funded classroom. And like the government funded classroom is just, you know, tables, chairs and a blackboard and like an empty teacher desk. And then, you know, like the teacher classroom is, you know, the stuff that you see that you just think, oh, this is just such a wonderful place where kids want to learn. And it's all funded by teachers. What I have in my classroom, you'll thing that was given to me by the district were the tables and chairs. Like everything else, I made or I bought or I got donations for, and I mean, and it's great that we have. Like, I've gotten tons of things to you know donors choose, which is you know a teacher. It's an organization that, you know, people can fund projects for teachers. But the fact that that has to exist in the first place is just really sad. And it's stuff for like book. You know, I tra- I moved grade levels. I need third grade textbook. I need book. I need reading books for different level of readers. I need a laminator. I need flexible C, for my students because I have kids that can't sit in chairs because, you know, their body just doesn't want to sit still and they need to move. So I need access for them to sit on the floor and I don't want them sitting on the hard tile. And every teacher has a students who
0: don't sit well right like it's not an anomaly that's how kids are designed
1: yeah i need i want art supplies i really want to do pastel work with my students or chalk but i don't have access to that paint brushes i mean it's just like stuff even like like i guess you know the district gives us crayons and glue sticks and stuff like that but like scissors like i had to buy my own scissors right for my students i mean it's like stuff like that where it's like even like i'm not even talking about i want a fun canopy for my for my classroom to make it all zen no i'm talking scissors talking like basic basic
0: needs here yeah so i just yeah. want to get a better understanding of like what why is there such a disconnect like if we're going to put all this pressure on education and kids need to get through school they have to have this kind of grade and we have to do a zillion tests that have been proven time and time and time and time again to be absolutely pointless like what's the goal and why are the people making the decision not understanding how to get there like i just i want to have a better understanding of that process
1: okay well keep me informed on that i I mean, hopefully, with a new administration, we'll get somebody and sec- you know, secretary of education who actually knows what the heck is going on. But like you said, it's also it's not like somebody new comes into the administration and all of a sudden, like teachers get like a twenty thousand dollar like increase to buy stuff for their classroom that they want. Or
0: and it's not like it's a new problem. This has been a problem regardless of who's been in office for decades.
1: Decades. This has been a constant problem, and I think there's a lot of teachers that, you know, I know some older teachers that will literally say, well, I wanted to do this, but the school's not paying for it, so we're not going to. And then you have teachers that, you know, really, you know, and it's not saying that they're a bad teacher, it's just
0: they're burned out. They're burned out from spending all of their own money. I mean, a lot of teachers have a second job. Doesn't anyone
1: find that concerning? So horrible. I can't tell you how many people I know who either have a side project that they do, like teacher related, like they tutor, or I mean, I tutored for years. Yeah. And I taught at, you know, the temple, I was a youth group advisor, like I did all that stuff. But then there's also people that are, you know, bartending and waitressing and the hostess or an Uber driver, or they do a lift on the weekends, you know, all, all kinds of stuff like that because it's just not enough.
0: And that's not sustainable either. Like you're contracted to work 35 hours a week or 40? 40. Okay, so you're contracted for 40 hours a week. There's no way you can get the work done that you need to do in 40 hours a week. So let's say you're working 50 hours a week just to do the bare minimum of like grading papers and having stuff ready for the next week. And then on top of that, that you're working an extra like 20 hours a week to make ends meet I mean it's insane I don't I just like it's a problem it's very problematic
1: you know people will say that's the other thing too it's like we're contracted to work from 7 30 to 3 30 so 3 30 rolls around boom I'm done I'm walking out the door and like how often have I been at school until you know five o'clock at night or I bring stuff home or I go into school on the weekends like it was only recently that I made a commitment to myself to not go in on the weekends like unless there was like an absolute like emergency I had to go in I didn't have a choice you know I had to leave early on Friday like there were times where it was like you know I had a sub on Friday because Sky had you know a procedure or an infusion or something and I wasn't prepared for the following week so I had to go in on the weekend yeah. but like other than that I was just I made the commitment to myself and to my family I'm not going to go in on the weekend I'm just not going to I'm going to spend that time with my family but I can maybe count on one hand how many times I actually walked out of the door by 3 30 right I was always there later always
0: and you're not an anomaly you know no. like, that's what I mean every all, all teachers were like that the majority the vast majority of I, teachers
1: yeah. like I said I know I knew that one teacher who was literally counting down the years until her retirement and then the days and on the last day of school that she retired that school year she invited people to come into her classroom to like get anything they wanted and like there was literally I remember walking in there and they were like games from like the 70s and like that was there was literally nothing that anyone would have wanted and she on the last day of school because she never you know that was what the district had provided her and you know she bought that stuff in the 70s back when she you know was paying spending her own money and then decided not to do that anymore on the last day of school you know we're contracted to be there till 3 30 she stayed she sat at her desk until like 3 30 or 329 probably walked up to the front office at 330 handed in her keys had her purse in her hand and like never looked back you know she was just done
0: and like what why would you want that work environment for someone why would you want someone to be there just like a like a teacher like somebody i just i i don't know I see that there's so many problems, but I don't understand how we're there. So my goal over the next year is to understand like how did we get from like, this is a very problematic system that also is not teaching kids what they need to learn is the other problem. You're not even allowed to teach kids the way that you know they're going to learn. And so they're not learning anything. And that's not on you. Like you're doing what you can, but you also have all these crazy boxes you have to check. So like, what are you supposed to do?
1: Well, it's like following that curriculum that I know is trash. Like I know this is not the best thing for our students to race through all of these different concepts with math, like, you know, and just constantly introduce a new concept. I mean, third grade math you get you get exposed to so many new concepts like you know you're getting exposed to multiplication and division and you know telling time to the quarter hour up until the minute different units of measurement fractions like all this stuff like big 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 concepts yeah and we're not able to really take the time to really get into it get into the meat of it like when i teach multiplication i have to follow my curriculum and it's like day one we're learning fives okay day two it's twos oh, you didn't, you didn't master your fives yesterday. Oh, well, we're moving on. Next day, threes and fours. You still don't know your twos? Well, catch up. We got stuff to do. Boom, boom, boom. You know, and it's like, I do my best to reinforce and, you know, take extra time to do, you know, games and projects and activities and stuff to help with that. But it's like, you're right. It's like, I have my hands kind of forced. If I were really teaching it the way I wanted to, it would be a lot slower and a lot more effective right and won't be squeezing it all in and the
0: test scores would probably go up not that anyone cares but you know you're, you're basically like you have to teach to a test that you can't even you can't even affect I mean the whole thing whatever It just the whole thing is just it's not good we all know that it's not good and I want to know how we got there and I want to
1: know how it can be changed so all right
0: well I look forward to that that's my goal expect lots of books over the next year
1: Kristen's thesis <laughs> will be coming to you December 2021 <laughs> that's right all right well
0: well, i guess we've really babbled on this week as always so we'll chat with you next week bye, bye.